it is Valentine's Eve, and uh, now to some people, they, tomorrow is a day they dread. Uh, to some people, tomorrow is a day they celebrate in love. I guess tonight we just want to chat about a couple of things. Uh, we want to talk really around dating in particular. We want to speak into the whole, whole world of dating. It's an exciting season. It is. Um, yeah. it, was, it was a nerve-wracking season for me. <laughs> it's probably not something I was naturally very good at, and uh, I don't know what your thoughts on it, Leela, were. No, he was good. He was oh, good. There yeah. you go. Well, we ended up together. We ended up together, so he obviously did yeah. something right. <laughs> it worked. A lot of prayer. And, uh, when we were dating, I actually, I was living in uh, Thames, about an hour and a half away. Leela was, uh, was, at the time, interning. And uh, in the, in, 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 I don't know if that was breaking the rules or not, but anyway, it happened. She was interning and uh, working at Glasson's. Yeah, and uh, the the downfall is I was working full time and I was down in Thames, about an hour and a half drive, yeah. and um, she would work until seven o'clock on a Saturday evening, and so we had three hours because we couldn't push past the ten o'clock curfew. Uh, we had three. Our dating life consisted of <laughs> three hours on a Saturday uh, for about a year, yeah. a lot of petrol. Uh, on my behalf, and uh, but we got there in the end. We did, and uh, it was a fun ride. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we're into the next season. The marriage is even funner, um, and uh, has a lot more perks to it. But anyway, there's a uh, really we want to open up about dating, a little bit about relationships, talk even a bit about that whole journey of singleness and that whole season, uh, because at the end of the day, an important question to ask yourself, even when it comes to dating and particular relationships, is is the even think in your own mind, what, what developed the picture in your mind when it comes to relationships? Mm-hmm. Where sure. were your ideas of relationships actually formed? For some of us, we grew up in households that had, had parents that, that had a healthy marriage and a great relationship, and, and it was a healthy relationships were modeled to us. For, for some of us, we grew up in, in single parent households. That's, the, that's yeah. the household I kind of grew up in. And, and then so the relationships in my, or my imagery of relationships wasn't yeah. so much formed through a healthy picture, it was just through life grabbing onto different ideas, uh, different uh, rom-coms that I'd watch, and uh, you, start, you start building mentality, and it's actually understanding as we, as we progress in life and our faith with Jesus, it's actually going, where do, where do we develop, uh, where do we develop our ideas of relationship form? What right. has formed your yeah. thinking, what has formed your, your vision, right or yeah. wrong, around relationships? Because it's actually important to understand that. For me, uh, that was a journey I had to go on. I actually I didn't have a, a right vision of relationships. I didn't have a right understanding. Uh, for me, uh, 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 arguments and disagreements were big, uh, strong things that weren't talked through. They were, they were dealt with in other ways. And even in the, the getting, of re- getting into relationships, I had to get a vision. Okay, how, what is disagreement? look like in a healthy relationship? What, what are these things? How does this all work? What does yeah. a, a relationship with boundaries look like? What is a God-honoring way of dating? Because really, high school formed a lot of my understanding of relationships. Yeah. And then for me, my parents, they've been married for 30 plus years, and I, I, so I knew that was what I wanted one day, to have a great marriage. But in high school, uh, all my friends weren't Christian, and they would date and go through many guys, and I could see just all the hard things that came from that. I could see kind of a really negative side of relationships. So I didn't realize it actually formed a bit of a fear in me, like, I don't want to get it wrong. So Scott is actually my first boyfriend. Um, 
<laughs> I didn't want to, I was probably too the other way of, okay, I'm just not going to date. Like, I'm just too nervous. I don't want to get it wrong. I've seen it go wrong so many times with my friends and I've seen the heartbreak. And so it actually, yeah, that wasn't really great from my background either. Yeah, and I've found often, uh, and this can, this can happen, this can get developed depending on your vision or your experience around relationships. There's, it's a bit of a spectrum, but, but I find that, especially in church life, there's either guys or girls that are too scared, and then there's guys and girls that are too keen. Right? So <laughs> you kind of got this scale of too scared and uh, too scared and too keen, all right? I don't know where you sit on that <laughs> paradigm, all right? And... Uh, but we want to try and find somewhere in a healthy middle, yeah. all right? Like, I'm not afraid of relationships, uh, but I'm also not so keen. Uh, that is all I think about and all I go after and uh, all yeah. I focus in on. And uh, even, even opening up that, we want to just look through some different uh, myths, some different things when it, when it comes to dating. And a big one is that whole either too scared, because dating, I've found dating season for me was probably one of the things that brought up the most insecurities. Uh, I didn't really, I, you know, where I grew up, everyone was kind of rugged. And so, you know, red bands were, uh, uh, were good for every occasion. You know, gumboots suited uh, every occasion, even the occasional Sunday service, you could get away <laughs> with it. But, uh, but for me, and then starting to date Leela, um, who, who puts herself together really well. And uh, I was like, oh man, I'm just this rugged dude from Thames. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I used to have a ute. And, uh, and it, wasn't, it wasn't flash, I can tell you that much. But it, it brought up in these, these insecurities. And so, so a lot of people, when it comes to relationships, they, 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 there's a lot of insecurity that can actually come into the, the puzzle that actually can get surfaced. And it's important you understand how, how to deal with that whole insecurity. But I also want to say, even when it comes to, and I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but, but when it comes to, a lot of people get afraid uh, when it comes to entering into relationships. Now, I understand in the room, We've got youth, we've got young adults, uh, we've got married people who are like, oh, I'm so glad I'm past the dating stage. And uh, we've we got, we got a, a whole spectrum of people. Uh, I want to say until you're over 18, this, you don't really need to focus on relationships. I would say just build who God's called you to be. Yeah. Uh, just just yeah. focus in on you. Yeah. I'm not saying shut it down, but I'm saying don't focus on it, don't go after it, think yeah. about you. But what we want to do, because often we talk to our teenagers and say, hey, it's probably better not to do it. We do actually want to tonight just talk to you about, hey, for those who are over 18, uh, and for some of you, uh, it's like, okay, actually you're in a season where it's time where you got, this is something in life you've got to go after, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to start developing in your world. And uh, for those younger ones to go, okay, when I get there, this is some yeah, helpful right. advice. But one thing I've found, a lot of people get afraid of or one of the especially in a church environment uh sometimes is the whole coffee thing let's go for mm. coffee and yeah. uh i uh me and leela first went for coffee on queen street she was on a lunchtime break at glassons i think so yeah yeah above above glassons there well i remember it was obviously more <laughs> bigger in my mind than yours but uh <laughs> but uh she was, it was more of a courtesy coffee from her behalf, and, uh, <laughs> but, but it worked out. But I, I want to say there can be pressures on both sides of this, because I do want to say when it comes to dating, a coffee isn't a proposal. No. no. A coffee isn't a proposal. And some people get so selective yeah. that they shut the world down so much because there's so much pressure yeah. on finding the right one right away. 
knowing right away, and I'm not going to engage in any dating behaviour until I know that they're the right one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we can put that unhealthy pressure, like going on a date does not mean that you're in a relationship. And it doesn't mean that you have to go into a relationship. Dating is actually a great way to get to know someone and then to, in time, be able to make that decision. Like, actually, I can see myself, you know, with a future uh, with this person. But, yeah, I think sometimes even as a community, we can put too much pressure out of even a good motivation, a good heart. We get excited for people and we can make, you know, we can make other people feel more pressure than they need to, like. They don't, it doesn't mean they are in love with that person because they asked them out. You know, it doesn't mean that they really like them. It means they might potentially like them if they get to know them more. But I think even as a community, it's a really good reminder for all of us to just take that pressure off people. Let's not talk too much about it with others. Let's make it so it's easy for them to, you know, tell us about it and just to keep it a bit casual in that way so it doesn't make them feel like, oh, I've really, like, if I say yes, I'm really telling this person, like, I have feelings for them. It doesn't mean that. I think, and that was, um, I felt that pressure when I started dating is, like, if I say yes to this person, everyone's going to think I like them. And everyone's going to think that I have to then go on other dates with them. And it doesn't mean that at all. I think just use it as an opportunity to get to know people. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there's a hand, that side of the whole spectrum. And then I want to say, especially to some of the guys out there, when it comes to dating, I want to say coffee's not a proposal, so, so you they, they take the pressure off. But I also want to say to the guys, that don't, don't be too keen. On the other hand, like the first time you're talking to a girl shouldn't be when you're asking them out for coffee, all right? The first time you actually have a conversation, and especially the first time you're asking them out, don't, don't organize a dinner on the Sky Tower, right? Like, take <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hear stories out there like oh, he asked me out to go oh, around and, uh, and have dinner in the Sky Tower and he's never talked to me before I'm like <laughs> there's a side where you got to back it up and friendship is the best foundation alright start a yep. build a friendship alright and, and work yep. from that fact so you don't want to be too scared that you're not asking you're not trying you're not exploring once you're over 18 you don't want to be too scared but you don't want to be too keen, all right, that you've yeah. booked a helicopter, okay, to pick them up from their house. You, that is just, that, that's, that's creepy, all right? That's not even keen, that's creepy, okay? And there's that whole thing. And I, I want to say, there's even, I, I love the fact we've got stories in church of guys that uh, became interested in the girls. Uh, one of them, you know, they never talked. And so he figured out what E-team she was serving on and joined the same team. So then they could get to know each other right. over a period of time right. and worked up the courage. Yeah. I want to say... If, if, don't don't be here all day on a Sunday and then go home and slide into somebody's DMs that you yeah. never talk to face to face. All right, don't don't. Some of you guys need to set a rule in your own heart. It's old school, but it will be more helpful for you. I'm not going to message her online until yep. I've talked to her in person. Yep. All right, yeah. All right, man up and actually. <laughs> set some things yeah. in place there. It is a big one because I remember being, you know, having a few people ask me out or an only online and they wouldn't talk to me face to face and there was many opportunities for them to talk to me and it is off-putting for a female. It's like, it makes them, it makes us feel like, well, if they're not ready to talk to me face to face, they're probably not ready to date. And so actually just, you know, even though it is nerve-wracking, uh, go and talk to the person and just take the pressure off. Just become friends. Be friendly. Be open with the person. Um, yeah. 
couple other things on dating question. I want to ask Leela whether you got answers for this. I don't know if you do. I don't know if I prepped you that I was going to ask this. But when it comes to dating, obviously you don't want to, uh, we're saying, hey, it's encouraging, especially in church culture, come on, coffee's okay. Um, And let's not put too much pressure around it. But the question is how many is too many? Or how much is too much? Like how many people to ask out? Yeah. I'd say if you're going to ask someone out and then that doesn't work out or you go on a date, don't ask their best friend the next week. (laughs) Um, (laughs) like be genuine and you know I wouldn't be asking different people every week like girls do talk you know naturally like oh this guy asked me out and then if someone's like oh they asked me out too and oh me too it (laughs) it makes it feel really ingenuine like oh they didn't really like me anyway like they're not actually keen on you know they haven't noticed anything about me that they liked so I'd say make sure you're not asking people out too soon once you've asked someone. Yeah, I've heard it say there should be a build up period and then a cool down period, all right? And, and, and talk to your pastors about how long that should be for you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the other question is when is right? When is right in terms of, of stage? When are you right to start yep. entering into dating? I look back to when, especially when I was in high school, And I thank God that I did not end up with the person that 15-year-old Leela wanted to be with. Me too. I'm thankful (laughs) as well. And here's why. This is why I say that. When I was in high school, I I didn't know where I wanted to be in life. I didn't have a strong conviction on who I was or just the general direction that I wanted to go in life. And if you don't know where you're going in life, it's really hard to be able to choose or know if the other person is the right person. Because the biggest thing now I can say being married is you need to be on the same page of where you're going in life. You need to have the same direction. And it doesn't mean that you know the detail of like, this is where I'm going. This is exactly what God said. This is the steps I need to take. We all know, we don't know that God even reveals how to get there along the way. But it's, do you have a general direction for your life? Do you have some sort of conviction? Because the biggest thing I think being married is the biggest disagreement you would have is if you're constantly trying to go in different directions. Like, no, I really feel we need to go here. I really feel we need to back our finances, do everything there. And when I was younger, when I was in high school, I didn't know that. So I think the biggest way for me is, you know, do you have a just a direction of life? Do you have a vision? And if you do, then that really helps you to be ready to actually know who you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's yeah, it's more to do with the state of yeah. your life rather than the age of your life or yeah. the or the or the space of your life. I've heard it said, you know, when you're looking for someone and people have an idea on who they're kind of looking for. A good question on whether you're ready is are are you currently the one that the one you're looking for is looking for? Yeah, true. Because you know, I hear guys, you know, you can be like, man, I want a girl that loves God. You know, as as an adventurous spirit is going after some things in life. But while you haven't got your life together, you're figuring out where you're at with God. You haven't got a job, a license, no direction, no adventure. It's a good thing to go, well, you know what? Maybe I'm not the one that the one I'm going after is even going to be attracted to. Yeah, true. The question is, are, are you, would the one you want be attracted to you? Yeah. Not just by looks, but by the condition and the con- uh, state your current life is. Yeah. Some other dating myths I want to talk about, and uh, just, just quickly tonight, is there's some, some myths around relationships, some myths, I think, around uh, dating. And uh, one of those myths is the whole, oh, now God's got me. Like, like and, and hear me on this, it's, it's that sense of, oh, I'll just keep doing my thing, 
and one day God will show up and deliver somebody to me. Like I'll just go about my call and one day uh, God's going to send somebody to knock on my door and whip me away, all right? And we're going to be in this relationship. I'm like, unless you're into New Zealand postmen or women, they're probably not just going to show up on your door, all right? (laughs) You're actually, there's this element of, yeah, Yeah. God's God's preparing people, God's preparing seasons, these right timings, pursue God, and and God does give you the desires of your heart. That's true. But I also want to say there's elements of your own responsibility in this whole journey. That actually there's there's an element where you actually have to go and and look. You actually have to go and seek. In fact, Proverbs 18 verse 22 says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Mm -hmm. But the key in that scripture is finds. He actually does something. There's no point in you just hanging out with your boys all the time, having no interaction or or social setting, and then going, man, I can't wait for God to bring a girl along. And so you're actually in all of that, got to have an intentionality where you're finding the right spaces, and and hear me, the right spaces and the right places to actually open up your social world to actually uh, create spaces where God could bring the right person into. Yeah, that's good. And I think, you know, it's the same with all areas of our life. Like, there's God's part to play, and He is a big part in making things happen and bringing about miracles and different things, but there is our part to play. And I think sometimes even females in church can find this even a bit harder around dating because we hear about this concept of guys are meant to pursue us, and so sometimes that can cause us as females to be like, well, there's nothing I can do because the guy is meant to approach and do everything. But there are things that you can do as a female to make it easier for a guy to approach you, you know, to be open, to be friendly. Like, if you're only ever hanging out with your, you know, other friends that are girls and it's like, looks really hard for a guy just to walk up to a group of five or ten girls and go talk to you. You know, that's quite awkward for a guy. But I think it's that whole thing what Scott mentioned, just opening up your world like joining different teams, getting in different environments, actually saying hi to other guys, just being friendly. Don't put pressure on it, but just be yourself and you can make it easier for guys or harder, actually, I think. You can. You can. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. This wasn't the easiest relationship to win over, by the way. And... uh, but you got you got you got to you got to you got to go after it and and put yourself out there. But again, in the in the right ways, it's important you fish in the right ponds, and uh, because you catch what you go after at the end of the day. And uh, and I really want to say that that you know one of the myths you hear around church sometimes, and I hear this talking to different guys, and and even at times me in conversation, me and Leela been in conversations with other girls, and and they just oh there's just no single people at church, or there's just no single people, and I'm like, I, I get the element, I get the essence, and sometimes yeah. the tr- the truth of that, but I also want to say at times it's like nah that's not actually true because then you stop and you start listing off a whole bunch of people, you're like oh what about them nah. What about them? Nah, what about them? The worst one is then you say, oh, what about them? And they're like, oh, I don't know them. Hold on. And they pull up Instagram. Yeah. Nah. I'm like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you want to find somebody or not? I'm so glad when me and Leela started dating, she didn't look at my Bebo account. All right? Because <laughs> that would have gone nowhere. It would have gone nowhere. And I get attraction's important, but I also believe that attraction can grow through conversation. Yeah. That it can actually yeah. develop through conversation. Yeah. I know my first impressions on Leela weren't the greatest. 
I also know <laughs> I wasn't what was on Leela's list. Yes. For, I was the wrong ethnicity. And uh, God had given me the wrong talents. <laughs> and uh, she wanted someone who could sing. And, uh, and even on the whole list side of things, yeah. the big one is, is what's negotiable and what's non-negotiable. Yeah, I was really bad at this. Like, it's embarrassing to talk about it now, but I did have a list in my mind, like, this is who I want in a guy, and people in my world knew about that list. Like, it was, you know, Carrie's at the back laughing. Like, she knew about this list. Um, and when I look back at it, it was very superficial, you know, there were things on it like, I would like a guy that could sing, that could play the guitar, that was a chef. Sorry. Um, and, you know, these are things that, yeah, sure, they're nice, if, you know, they're not bad things, but actually the, it's important to have the right things in your mind when you're looking for a potential someone. Um, the values that they have are far more important than even the talents that they have. Um, now been married for almost seven years, uh, which is crazy to think. Um, it's far more important that you have the same values than the gifts or the, you know, even those little interests that you share. It's actually pretty cool that we have different interests. It's actually cool that you have differences and you have different aspects of your life that you enjoy. That is actually really nice that you're not exactly the same and you don't share exactly the same gifts and talents. It actually means you bring different things to the relationship. So, um, when I look back, it was very superficial. They weren't that important. When it came, you know, when it came down to it, they weren't that important, and that's why I was able to get past them and actually find Scott and actually even, you know, if I was really strict on that, I would have just written off Scott before we got, a, we got to know <laughs> each other. When actually I love, you know, obviously I love being with them. I love that's our marriage, which know. is good, good to, know. to know. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, but I think, yeah, we can put too much pressure or emphasis on the wrong things. So it's important to be open-minded. Um, obviously, you have to really get along and there has to be some attraction. But I would encourage you not to write people off straight away. I know that I was too quick to write off people in the beginning because I just had this idea of what someone that I wanted to be with looked like when actually I needed to do some growing up and actually what is the most important things and not budge on those things. But... The other things, it's not that important at the end of the day. Yeah, because the, the dangerous thing is what often happens is people negotiate on what should be a non-negotiable, and they don't negotiate yeah. on what should be a negotiable. Yeah. And I want to say, Val, the big one you're asking yourself when you're looking at who, who you're going to partner your life with is, go, yeah. do they have the same values, yeah. and are they heading in the same direction? Yeah. The other things you shouldn't compromise yeah. on. No, these are the values of my life, and this is where I see life going. And are we in agreement on values and direction? And the rest, the rest attraction is important, but I do want to say attraction does develop over, over time. Just yeah. for time's sake, so a couple of other things just uh, quickly uh, to, to go through is, is also the whole concept of the one all right, uh, is, is there some notion God has one for me? I, I don't so much believe in the whole concept of the one because yeah. if we married wrong, then we set off a whole train reaction, all right? That, then mm -hmm. if we married wrong, who we should have yeah. married will be marrying wrong, and, and it just snowballs yeah. into a whole world and mess, all right? And so I don't believe God's created one for you, but you do need to choose one. This yeah. is not, Leela's not the one, she's the one I chose, yeah. She's the one I chose yeah. because we had the same values, the same direction. Yeah. There was, there was a, uh, a, a, and, and, and we connected and we decided, no, we're yeah. going to do life together. We choose the one. And yeah. I do want to say, just for the guys, so, just for time's sake, we're jumping through this, but I do want to say, we talk, we're talking about, hey, girls, don't make it too hard on guys. But I want to say, guys, also play your part, man. Like, 
Don't be lazy. Yeah. Like, don't, don't be sloppy. Like, wash your clothes. Like, have a shower. Like, help the girls out, right? Attraction's not everything, but you can help. You can help. <laughs> and uh, don't be sloppy. Honestly, don't be shady. Don't be dodgy. Don't just DM all the time. Don't be shady like that. Yeah. Don't be heavy. Oh, the Lord told me we should be together. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't, Please don't, don't be say heavy. That. <laughs> I want to say, and even don't be too cool. Like, don't be too cool. You, you, yeah. you can't be too cool with it. And I do want to say, girls, don't compare every guy to Aladdin, all right? He's not going to show up in a magic carpet and whip you away, all right? It's, I didn't do that for Leela. Unfortunately, I showed up in a Toyota Hilux that was rusting out. And, uh, and I, I, I do want But I also just on the fact, we're, we're, this is briefly on dating. Um, I do want to say also singleness is okay. Yeah. I do actually want to say that. It can be a lot of pressure, especially in, in Christian circles, that marriage, marriage can also sometimes at, at, at some points become the pinnacle of success in many ways we paint the picture, but I want to say singleness is okay. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's not a, and it's not a waiting season. No. It's, it's a time to actually commit yourself to the yeah. things God's put on your life. You don't need to sit and wait for somebody. Yeah. You can actually pursue what God's put on your heart. Yeah. It's not just a time of waiting. Definitely. It can be tough and there can be a lot of emotional pressure around yeah. it, especially when you have to like invo- avoid the auntie at every family do. When are you going to get married? You know, that, 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 and there can be a lot of emotional pressure yeah. around it. We, we, we understand yeah. that. But I, I do want to say that the singleness is okay. Yeah. It actually is, is okay in, in all of that. But, but I do want to say, but if a relationship's a desire, you do need to be proactive. Hmm. You do need yeah. to be proactive. But even in the getting of relationships, the, the goal isn't to get a relationship, by the way. It's not like once you've got it, sweet. Um, it's actually the ability to be able to nurture a relationship yeah. Is, yeah. is, is a big thing. And um, getting in a relationship's one thing, but developing yeah. a, a healthy relationship's a, another whole thing. And I want to say, sadly, a lot of people lose their faith in God mm-hmm. and they walk with God because they get in unhealthy relationships. Yeah. Because the relationship gets lifted up above even, even yeah. God's design and God's direction for it. And I want to say, don't, don't let that be you. Yeah. Don't let that be you. The problem is a lot of people have the wrong relationship with the word boundaries. When I say boundaries, a lot of people have the wrong relationship with yeah. that word. Like to me, I had uh, that, that word meant that strict rules. It was more about containment. But boundaries, I, I came to realize, was actually more about direction. Yeah. We had a direction about where yeah. we wanted our relationship to go, and it was the boundaries that took us in that direction. Yeah. We wanted a, a, a God-honoring relationship. Yeah. We wanted a, a relationship that built both of us up, didn't yeah. pull both of us down. We wanted a God mm-hmm. that pushed us, uh, a relationship that pushed us further in our call, didn't hold us back in our yeah. call. And yeah. relationships aren't there to just, to, just to, to cage. Yeah. Uh, boundaries aren't there to cage your relationship in. Yeah. Boundaries are, are there to direct your relationship in the direction you yeah. want to go in. Without boundaries, the better way to think about boundaries rather than a fence is more like boundaries of a river. The banks of a river, it helps bring direction to your relationship. Without river banks, we know you just end up with a swamp. And you know nasty things develop in swamps. Hmm. And when you don't have boundaries, you build a relationship that has no flow, no direction, so it becomes a swamp. 
And it's, it's in the swamp where the mess grows, yeah. where the mess develops. And I want to say, especially to our young people, you got to get a vision around relationships. Yeah. Before you enter into a relationship, have a vision yeah. around the relationship you want. Right. And build boundaries that are going to move you towards that relationship, towards that vision in yeah. your heart. That it's important. Love is more than a feeling. It's a commitment. It's an action. It's going after something. And relationships take, they take work. Yeah. Ours is taking work. It's <laughs> yeah. been a labor of love, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, oh, maybe not. <laughs> no, it's it been has. fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it has. I think a really important thing to remember as well is it, it is great. I think one thing I really valued that we had a foundation of friendship. Um, we were really good friends. So I, I knew what Scott wanted in life and where he was going, and that really helped me. I've seen so many friends, really close friends, get into relationships where some parts they really like, and then other parts they're like, oh, once we're together or married, like I can help them change in that. Like I, I really want them to change in this area. And I think that's really that's not a helpful thing to set, set your relationship up for success. Uh, that is not even an unfair expectation to go into a relationship going, yeah, I really like you, let's be in a relationship, but I'm going to make you change in these areas. So I think it's really important as well. To, don't rush it. You know, be in a relationship because you like the person and you're happy with where they're going in life. You agree with where their values are. You're aligned. And so you don't end up with that heartache and that heartbreak down the years when you're constantly arguing over different things. Like we have never once argued or disagreed with our direction in life because we took the time to find out actually we agree. We have an agreement there. We're both going in the same direction. And that has really helped us. And I'm really grateful for that. So that is a really important kind of foundational thing to have before you even get into a relationship. Yeah, I want to say don't date someone based on their potential. Yeah. Oh, they've got so much potential. You don't date on potential. Oh, I could just really help them and save them and, and then bring out the potential inside and oh, there's a great person. And No, you don't date somebody's potential. Yeah. You, I heard it say you pick stocks on potential or you pick shares on potential but you pick a relationship or a partner on patterns. Yeah. Well, not what's the potential of their life, but what's the pattern of their life. Yeah, great. What are the patterns in their world? Yeah. Because it's the patterns that actually develop somebody. I want to say, come on, don't look just at the potential inside somebody. No, we, we encourage the potential inside of people, but I wasn't looking to the potential in Leela. I was looking at the patterns of her world, yeah. of her life, and going, are they, are they patterns that I'm going to partner with? My, I, I want to say, you got to, for our young ones, build patterns in your world, Good. healthy patterns. Yeah. And then when you're looking to date, look for people that have developed healthy patterns. Yeah. Come on, they're just showing up now and again at church. Uh, perhaps that's not a pattern you want to partner with. Yeah. Oh, but they have that man, but if they just got to know Jesus more. Well, when they get to know Jesus more, we could probably talk about the yeah. conversation there. But at this point, I'm looking for the patterns. Come on, what's right. the patterns you're going to partner with? Come on, what's the, what's the pattern? You know, they, they used to say, if their Bible's in tatters, it's because their life's together. And if their Bible's together, it's because their life's in tatters. Nowadays, everything's electronic, so it's hard to tell. If, if their phone's broken, it's because they're broke. <laughs> the, the analogy doesn't work quite the same. Check the streak on the Bible app and see if they've got a pattern you want to partner with. All right, maybe you make that a, a condition at the coffee. Hey, can you just show me your streak for a moment? 
I want to make sure you got the right patterns. But boot patterns, yeah. they're going to boot success in your relationships. Okay. There's so much more we can talk about this topic, but time's gone.